Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. At Leia Healthcare, we always want to give our members more. So now you get unrestricted access to a world of benefits that will help you stay healthy. From convenient video calls with a GP to get prescriptions online, to easy access to experts when you finally want to do something about your ropey knee or dodgy back. And if you do need to see someone urgently, our clinics are available for minor injuries, all without you needing to put your hand in your pocket. Let's stay on top of your health in every way. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Insurance provided by Ellipse Insurance Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare. Leia Healthcare Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare and Leia Life is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Unrestricted benefits are available until the end of December. Fair usage policy applies. What a guest we've got on, an absolute belter. Stan the man. Stan, thanks very much for coming on. Time it's a pleasure. Pleasure, buddy. I need to say, mate, you're looking absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I'm getting there. I've uh, been training a bit, to be honest, uh, exercising. Uh, so, still enjoying it. Uh, you're looking great. I thought you were going to say, I was looking great. Yeah. Well, you always look great. You know that. We're the same, mate. Curl's got the gun, was not Nah, no, nah, you can't. You don't put my hair, your hair cut with mine, so <laughs> we'll leave it out. We'll leave it out. I need to tell you something. You're only my second favourite stand ever play for Celtic. Who's your first? Varga. Stan! <laughs> nah, you, can't put, you can't put Stan in front of me. Nah, Come I'm on. Kidding, no. You were the man. You were the man. Growing Thank up, you. looked up to you, mate. Really did. Thank Great you. player, top man as well. Thank you. Um, and we've got your charity game coming up. You want to talk a bit about that? Yeah, uh, obviously, I hope it's going to be another emotional uh, uh, game. I had one in 2013. It was really emotional. Uh, it was uh, uh, completely different than, you know, a normal game. Um, after all my battles and my personal battle as well, you know, it was, it, was, it was a very emotional and very exciting game for everybody in, in the ground, especially for me and my family. And I hope that this one will be another special one. I will give the world to see what is Celtic all about. I watched that last game and actually getting tears on the, the arms standing up watching you walking around the pitch. I mean, is it only Celtic fans that could, that could possibly do that for a charity game? Uh, yeah, and uh, that's why we chose the, the Celtic Park again because we know how special it is. You know, we're doing it with um, James Mione. Uh, he's played here before, but if he's played in a competitive game, he never done a charity game before. And, you know, I told him what it's all about. I spoke about uh, my previous game, that atmosphere, people being, you know, around and support a good cause. And you know, you go straight away. I'm happy to do it. Let's do it. And, you know, we're bringing some good stars, you know, ex-players, current players, actors, singers. Uh, so it's, we're all looking forward to it. And it's very difficult, you know, to put a, a, a game of this magnitude. is 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 big. But, you know, with partnership with the, with the Celtic Foundation, you know, they've done a great job as well. 
you know, and uh, being part of it as well and having the chance to, to do the game here at Celtic Park is incredible. You talked about the, the names that are playing there, some big names. Give us a couple, throw a couple of names there. Well, we've, 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 got, we've got quite a, quite a lot, you know. Henrik is coming back well, to the well. front. Well, you know him. Uh -huh. yeah. You know how important it is. Lubo is playing, Luis Garcia is playing, guys come in theatre. Wow. Uh, he's Stoichkov, one of my... Stoichkov playing, yeah? yeah I'm coming. He's playing, he's playing, he's playing. Johan Mjalby, Josvo Gahn. You need defenders, mate. You need defenders. But, you know, James is announcing his, his team as well, as well uh, so I'll let him do that. Uh, so you've got a few big own. names coming, you've got, you? Yeah, you've got a few uh, ex and current uh, players as well. So it's a good mix-up, but, you know, we don't need to forget what it's all about and what difference this, the funds and, you know, the game will make for people battling cancer. Everyone get yourself along, I'm telling you, I'll be there as well, so another reason to come. Um, get a ticket, be there. <laughs> and your own foundation as well, Stan, the golf days, going great? Yeah, oh, uh, we've, we've managed to do, become an annual uh, event for us. Uh, it's been great, uh, like I say, everybody I've asked to be part of it, and, uh, you know, celebrities and players, current ex-players, you know, they've never said no. They've been, uh, you know, having help is, is the big thing because organising events like that is very difficult, you know, you need to ask people to uh, dedicate their time, you know, to get away from the families, to be part of it, to support it, and it's been great. Uh, it's been a hard work, tell you what, it's been a hard work, yeah. but me and my wife, is, we, we dedicated, you know, after our battle, yeah. our personal battle, you know, we, we, we dedicated our time there, and we know what difference that makes. Talking about your personal battle there, March 2012, just take us back to the events of that. Well, you know, be, being a footballer, it's a great life. Not for me, it's not me. Part time, it's, uh -huh. it's great. Life. Sorry for you. Yeah. It, uh -huh. <laughs> well, it's a great life, uh -huh, you know. Played for Celtic. I've, I've worked really hard to, you know, to become a footballer. That was my dream, you know. Uh, I worked really hard. Moved from Bulgaria, young when I was in Scotland. Had a great time at Celtic. Moved to Aston Villa down in the Premier League. Started playing well. I was a captain of the team. What could go wrong? I mean, what could go wrong? Living the life, living the dream. Living the life, yeah. People say, oh, you know, you should be happy. Yeah, I was happy. And all of a sudden, I had the news, a devastating news, a devastating news that actually, for me, it was, I didn't know how to react. In moments like that, it's completely different. Mm -hmm. It's not something that you, you're going to run harder, you're going to get there, or you're going to pass the ball better. You, you know, you make the difference. It's completely different. It's a life-threatening. Mm -hmm. uh, my life was on a line. My family's on a line. And then you realise these little special moments, you know, all the hard work, all the dreams you had, you know, all the negative moments, all the pressure you've been under. There's nothing. No, I have. Because you've got one thing, you need to survive. And if somebody would ask me that moment, why, but you remember this, this problem and this negative and people, you know, always uh, hammer you for not playing well. This was the last thing that I was thinking of. How bad, how bad did it get to us then? How bad? It get, it, on people that are going through it or people that have been closer to people that are going through it. No, I was, it, was, it was a dark moment. Uh, people, a lot of people don't know, you know, having, having somebody beside you in moments like that is very important. And I've been lucky to have a, a great woman beside me, great family, you know. Um, I've stopped my treatment twice, uh, you know, as much, you know how strong I am and you know how demanding I was, you know, you still got that saying, right? Uh, fucking hell, yeah. boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still saying that something, though. But it, it was difficult. It was difficult to put my mind what I, I needed to do 
to survive, to continue to be a father and a husband and, you know, see my kids grow up, see them play football, get married, have kids. This is a big issue for me. Not, nothing else. I just wanted to survive and see my family grow up and be a good family. And that was important for me. And it took, took, took uh, a, lot of, a lot of fights through these three years because my treatment was for three years. A year and two months was intensive uh, chemotherapies, constantly in the hospital. Then I had another two years for maintenance, uh, which I need to go every three months back to the hospital for a week chemotherapies, injections. Your counts go down, go up. You, you still need to watch. You can't go back for your normal life. Then you start questioning yourself, what's my normal life? Do I need to go and be like that for the rest of my life? Do I need to go back to the hospital all the time, uh, taking blood, make sure that all your counts are good? Do I go back and enjoy everybody else, travel all the time, and, you know, being out around people? Don't forget for that a year and two months, I wasn't allowed to meet people. My immune system was zero. I was constantly in the, in the hospital. I need to be away from my kids. If my kids had cough or a cold, I'm not allowed to see them. Every time they go in one room in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the house, I need to make sure the window is open or fresh air come out, and I need to go in. They're not allowed to go in. It was difficult. Wow. No one sees this that. Is, eh? yeah. Nobody sees that. Nobody sees that. And having the foundation, doing games like that, it makes a massive difference. Because we forget that people to go through treatment, you need researchers, you need doctors, you need to make sure that you get better protocols, better treatments. To do that, you need funding. And I know how important it is because one of these fundings helped me survive. It gave me a second chance to be alive, uh, you know, and to still try to help other ones. You know, people say it's, we've got our purposes in life. Maybe that's my purpose in life. Mm -hmm. You've talked about that fight there. How, how, how important do you think that is, that fight you had as a player, as a person, to get you through the battle? Uh, it, did, it did help me a lot because uh, going through the, through, through the fight to the longest, you know, three years, I need to be very disciplined. What I eat, I need to take shower every day to make sure the chemo come out. I need to drink water. I need to eat even when I was hungry because when you go through the chemotherapies, you, lo you lose the taste of, of the food. You've got that metal taste that you, 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 it's, you hate it. Then you're tired. So I've slept for a month or two without remembering anything. My wife will say, sometimes I'll say, say, I've slept for three hours. My wife will say, no, you've slept for three days. That's how tired you get. And my, uh, I had my um, treatment university, university hospital in, in London, so my professor was brilliant. I was like his guinea pig. <laughs> I always say that to him. But because I was so fit, because I was an athlete and I was so fit, he, 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 he mixed a few protocols together. He, he, I've got hit really hard. But he said to me, you know, you'll be hit hard. You know, you'll get really worse before you got better. And the next thing I need to deal with I need to say bye to football. This is something that I live for. This is something that I've dedicated my life for. I've worked so hard when I was little. I've uh, sacrificed a lot. You know, all the hard working hours all of a sudden was taken away from me. That was the hardest bit, you know? Was it, huh? It is the hardest thing because that was my dream. We all have dreams. We all follow it. We all, like I said, sacrifice. When it's taken away from you, it's painful. And it was really difficult to say no to football. Mate, brilliant. Well, Thank you. Well Thank done. You. Love you. Thank you. Um,
go back to the start on football then. We'll go from Bulgaria to Celtic. When did you first hear uh, Celtic's interest? Uh, I was actually, uh, I was playing for CSK six months before that. I was doing my national service, so I came out. Uh, I've done a pre-season with CSK. Wait, you're doing what? National service? National service, a year and a half, a year and a half. Simon, it don't get easier, it don't get easier. <laughs> but you know, doing a national server teaches me a lot of lessons, you know, how to respect, how to be loyal, what friendship means. It does teach you that, mm -hmm. it does teach you that. I can't eat about uh, that. Yeah, well, <laughs> still. <laughs> but that's what it teaches me. And uh, then I come out of the national service, I've done a pre-season with CSK Sofia, and I, was got, I got picked up for the national team again. Uh, and I've played against England, and that's when obviously it's a lot of rumours who got me, you know, Jozen Wenglos or John Baz or Kenny Deglish, who knows. Mm -hmm. But I knew that I had the interest, uh, I knew that at that time CSK were chasing me because I couldn't pay my phone bill, because I, I don't think in the last two months we got paid, so I couldn't pay my phone bill. So they were, they were tracing me through other, other boys that were in the seaside. It was, it was, it was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. So in the space of three days, I was back to Sofia from the seaside, travel to, um, to, to Glasgow. They've told, I've only took a pair of trousers and a pair of T-shirt because they said to me, 24 hours in, medical, out. We end up staying for, for a week here. Well, were they trousers? Still got no, your trousers? No, 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 this one, that was a friend, a friend, <laughs> They're a good memory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so every day, every two days, I need to wash my shirt and my trousers <laughs> just to make sure I could, I could last for a week. <laughs> I remember my agent would say, he kept, kept looking, he said, should we buy you something? I said, no, no, no. They say we'll do it tomorrow and from tomorrow to tomorrow for a full week. For a week now, but you know, I, I'm glad I made that decision. I, I remember... When I signed, uh, it was me and another Bulgarian player, Mil Milan Petkov. Uh, but I think when F Celtic made the offer for us, it's completely different for him. It was a different scenario. I was single, I was young, he had a family, so the money wasn't suitable for him. So he said to me, Stan, I won't be signing. Me, young boy, I just wanted to uh, go abroad, I wanted to improve, I, wanted, I was chasing my dream. That wasn't, that, that wasn't bothering me. Well, it started bothering me in a couple of, minutes, couple of months down the line, <laughs> put it that way. But, uh, you know, I made that decision. Some people say, oh, it's a bold decision. Why would you take it? No word of English, different country, different culture. But you know what? It suited a little bit my football because I was a hardworking player. You know, coming to Scotland, coming to, to UK, you need to be a hardworking. Mm -hmm. You need to box, have a hard... Box humor, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, don't forget, I've played a right back at the start, yeah. We lost that game as well. But, you know, uh, at that time, as a young boy, I didn't think much about it. I just wanted to get out of Bulgaria. I wanted to improve. I, need to, I wanted to work. I wanted to end up in an environment that I can become a better player. Mm -hmm. And, you know what? I end up in a perfect place. Was, uh, was John Barnes a decision? Because he was a big name at the time, John Barnes, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he, he was. He's, uh, he, he was a strange decision. You know, I come out as a you know a midfielder, and we were doing the eleven aside the, the, the few days before that, and I was playing a midfield, and he would play me that holding role. And all of a sudden, when he named the team, obviously at that time I wasn't speaking English. I just mm -hmm. saw my name all on that as a right back, and I'm like, oh my god, no word of English. I couldn't even speak. I didn't know what the boys were shouting. It was a nightmare. <laughs> uh -huh. I got done for the goal and actually he, he done the underlap, you know, and I, I could, they were shouting, but I didn't know what they were shouting. They were just shouting to Turkey, you know. Mm -hmm. When you get, you know, 
back to her and you know what they were shouting because the worst come, you know, they come quick through the game. The and, and uh, you know, at the time, it, it, I remember that, uh, you know, uh, Tom Boyd was shouting, you know, Turkey in, Turkey in. I didn't Turkey in. He made that underlap, he went through it. And uh, we lost the game and it was a nightmare for me. Did you say to him, like, I'm not right back? Well, in what kind of language? Did you know a translator or anything? Well, they, obviously, a few months after that, they've actually got me a translator. Uh, but it was very difficult because John didn't really met with him or ask my opinion about it or, or, or managed to really get me in. It, it was like a, a general thing. That happened when they realised I had the financial problems, you know, the money that I was paid off, I, I had a massive phone bill. That's when they started kind How of saying... How big was this phone bill? Who were you phoning? Uh, well, it's my, my love of my life, Colin. <laughs> you're 6,000 pounds. For a phone bill? Phone bill, yeah. Wow. It was incredible. Yeah. It was incredible. And uh, bear in mind, that time I, uh, I was paid not, not near enough for something like that. And um, it, was, it was hard days. Uh, obviously, coming to a new co country, new culture, paying bills, you know, you know it was difficult. I remember I had a friend after that become a really friend with uh, a guy called Brian uh, Walson and uh, you know he helped me when, when he came up first day and I saw my letters I had a, a pile of that much letters you know asking mm -hmm. for bills and no, no, you know electricity. Them, uh, no, uh -huh. oh, if you don't speak the language it's very difficult. Yeah. So it was a difficult start, it was a difficult start but you know I've worked hard and uh, I remember Matt Burchill then tried to help me a lot, you know, Paul Lambert at the time, Matt Viduka obviously uh, being, uh, he, he could speak Croatian and Bulgarian Croatian, quite a similar language. Yeah. Uh, so we start, I start to get more involved. But then in, John Barnes got sacked and then Martin O'Neill took over. See, with John Barnes, was there a big divide between the players and him or her? Uh, you see, you could see it was a fraction between it. Uh, because I, I didn't speak the language at the time. I didn't know what was said. It was a lot happening in the, in the dressing room at half times because the team wasn't doing that well mm -hmm. for the players they had. A lot of people expected that they'll be better than Rangers, you know. But it, it was a lot, a lot happening in the dressing room, and I, I could see that. But me, me, probably, you know what? Not speaking uh, the language and being left out of it maybe worked for me mm -hmm. because I didn't really see the real problems. For me, when Martin took out, it was a brand new start for me. Right. And I didn't really associate it with John Barnes at the other time they had. But then it's another problem. And I come back for a preseason, Martin will take over, and he told her I was one of the masseurs because I was about eight kilos overweight. <laughs> well, he never knew you were yeah, That's a great start. What did he say? Uh, listen, he was he was a straightforward, and that that will really work for me. That that was Martin O'Neill, and uh, he, you know, I had the chance. Uh, obviously, we we done a blip test. I think uh, I think me uh, I've dropped in a level like. Ten and a half, and he told that I was one of the masseurs doing a blip test with the boy just to get fit. And, <laughs> just yeah, to get it, 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 it was funny, but <laughs> then he said to me after a couple of sessions, he, he pulled me in. That time, I was obviously start speaking English. I, I started to learn. I understood that I need to get really quick into the the language. So he, he was clear. He was said to me, "Listen, I, I can see you've got ability. Um, I'd like to give you a chance, but." I need you to lose weight. So did you know before you were overweight? Did you yeah, know you I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. I remember coming back. The burger van. I've come back. Yeah. Well. <laughs> what was your order at the burger van? 
Uh, that was, you know, that helped me. That helped me to learn the language. I, I needed to find where to learn that language. I didn't have the 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 the, the teacher. I didn't have English lessons. Everything I needed to do is myself. I would have gone two or three times in the, in the cinema. I would sit down. You know, you get different phrases. How are you? There will be an answering. They'll come back in the next day, and I'll use it, and I'll see the the response from the boys. That's how you start. You just need to adjust. Mm -hmm. Then my friend, he had a burger van and. Obviously, he said to me, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get you there and, you know, you see how people order. Some people are polite, some are a bit rude, but, you know, you, you get the both sides. Uh -huh. But the get problem the is you were eating all the burgers, uh -huh. yeah, No, no, no. <laughs> I've come back really heavy from that pre-season and I remember Jim Henry was the fitness coach and I've come back about four days earlier. We were doing a run upstairs in the gym. So I said, did you put weight? He said, no, nah, no, nah, Jim, I've been working in the gym, but he go... Are you sure about it? I think you've put a bit of weight and I keep going, no, no, no. I, I, you know, I've done a lot of wet leg works and that. And he measured my, my, I was at eight kilos over and I was like something like four and a half percent body fat on the top of it. And I'm like, oh my God, this wow. is, is going to be a disaster. But you know what, Martin, you said to me, you've got six weeks to get it right. You know, for this six weeks, I managed to lose them. I was living only in salads. Imagine that, all the boys can eat and breezes and double sessions. And uh, I need to do it. And you know what? That's where you, that's where you get the trust of the manager. That's where you know who you're working for. The sooner I get that, my, and you looked at my contract and say, this contract is, you know, it's not good enough. We're going to change it. Right. Soon you see that there was no way back for me. See, just the last bit on John Barnes. Obviously, Viduki, you said, kind of took you under his wing. What was that night like when him and he refused to go on? Uh, Come on, Stan, tell us. Uh, listen, it's, it, it was funny. Uh, I remember sitting beside Mark and they asked him to come on. And Mark, Mark just looked at his boots, looked at him and went, no. Really? Uh -huh. Honestly, the coolest man ever. And you know what? It wasn't a second invitation. John knew that he won't go across yeah. Mark. Mark was so, he was a straightforward, no. And that was it. <laughs> was that was never spoken there. Then Mark was like, you know, next day you'll come back training. He's like, Mark is Mark. And what, you've forgotten about her? No. Obviously, John knew where he's standing. He's been a player. He knew there's a, already a problem there with Mark. Mark will come. You'll be outstanding in training again. And he, he's like, you act like nothing happened. You just move on. <laughs> you just move on. You know, if it was me, I'll be, you know, I would have gone. Yeah, worrying, you know. You you would have gone and apologised. You, you're going to have some approach. Mark was a stone. His, his face was like nothing happened. Really? See, Viduka, how good? He obviously played with Larson Sutton. How good was Viduka compared to this? Mark was outstanding for a, for a big centre forward, you know, mm. speed and the skills. He was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. so he was one of the best I've, you know, I've, I've played with. And, uh, you know, I would love to see, uh, you know, longer partnership with, with Henrik and Viduka. Oh, that'd have been That would have been incredible mm -hmm. because he was so clever. His, his, his knowledge about football and the way he was playing, the power he had, you know, to pin players and to do one-on-ones and to score goals. He's, he was he he had a second top career, didn't he? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Uh, Just on Martin O'Neill there, as you said, he affected you personally. Was, was, that, was he like that with every player? Was it his man management? Was that such a relief after the way John Barnes was? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a big relief for me. It was, it was the belief and the trust that he actually put in me again. And it's very important for players that. I think Martin tweeted that uh, with everyone. I think Martin is what, that kind of manager that if you work hard, if you show dedication, if you show that you'll be part of the team, play or not play, 
you always have a chance to play in my team and be part of my team, which is very important. Mm -hmm. You see, when he started signing guys like Lenny, was there a worry there for yourself, young midfielder? You think I might not get a game here? Yeah, of course. Signing Lenny is like the team. The, the, the team won't be good looking again. <laughs> that's right. No, but uh, we the, all the players that you brought uh, strong characters. Mm -hmm. Players that went through a lot in their careers, they've achieved the love. They, they, they were winners, which is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Did you see the standard rise? Of course, straight coming? away, uh -huh. straight away in training. You know, losing ball in training, it, it was unacceptable. Yeah, scary. You know, Paul Lambert, Neil Lennon, Henry Glasson. You know, to get the chance to play uh, to Henrik's feet or play behind for him if he makes the run. If you don't play, he's on you. So you know. You know that you need to be at your best. If you don't do something right, you need to stay after training and do it, you know. If you, you know that when you play one, two with Henrik, you expect you to put in a net. You expect you to score because that's his, that's his involvement in the game. You'll bring you into the game, but you need to be there. If you, if you make that run in a channel and uh, clear space for you, you need to be there. If you're not there, you look at you. You need to be there. Wow, scary. Eh? This, is, this is the demand from this player. Yeah, we felt like that as young players, we all use as well. Yeah, we, but we, we've learned. And that, that's the way Celtic play, you know. That they, that's, that's people say, it's easier to come and play for that. You know how hard is it? The demand to win every single game, to win every single session, to act in a proper way at, at, at the big club, is a big demand. See, uh, La Lennon and Lambert, sorry, who played the midfield, would they help you? Would they give you wee pointers? Or what, of course. Or was, or was it Lambo, was, Lambo was brilliant. Lenny was more quiet. Lenny will, will, will talk when he needs to talk. Uh, but in the game, he was brilliant. We knew a lot of people, you know, were asking questions about that, but you knew how important it is. If, the, if the, you know, if we counter-attack, you know, we, we're controlling the ball and the, uh, uh, the, the play breaks, we know that Lenny's there. He covers, he's organised, he makes sure that two defenders are closer to each other. They make that if one fullback goes, the other one's there. This is a people that you appreciate in the team. Mm -hmm. And when you have somebody like that, you've got to remember, you know, when you lose the ball, I need to get back. He'll give me short time of time to get back, but I need to make sure I'm there. And when you, when you know that, we knew each other inside out. Yeah. We knew what Alan, Alan, Alan Thompson's good, what Didier's good at, what Chris and Henrik, how they play, how they want the ball. If we're in the pressure, if we play a long ball, who need to support? Would they hold it for us? They'll get, we, uh, if they get us a, a free kick, we need to take a breather. You know, they, they'll make sure they, they'll give us a few pointers. But I was the youngest one. Mm. You know, I was the youngest one. So to learn from them, you know, I need to pass, you know, later that everybody else that, you know, you and Sean and John Kennedy, Steve McManus, you know, so many. And mm -hmm. uh, just under, you said Lambo there, was it off the pitch as well, Lambo helped you? Yeah, he, he did, you know, he always made sure that I'm okay, that, it, you know, at the start it was very difficult to, to, um, to communicate, but he always made the effort, he was a captain, you know, he was there, Tom Boyd was there, it was very difficult to understand Boydie, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I could hardly understand English, but to understand Boydie is very difficult. Yeah, yeah. But Lambo always tried, he always, he always made sure that, that you, at least you say good morning, everything okay, you know, little things like that, mm. it makes difference, yeah, yeah, yeah. make a difference, and in, in training and, and the games as well. Obviously you said that mentality in training and games that they had, they were winners, but it was a carry-on all the time, wasn't it? How much was that doing to big guys like Big Sutton? Uh, listen, <laughs> it's, it, it's good to, you know, we, we, being in, in a team like that, the demands, are, the demands are high, and boys, they could take a banter, you know yeah. that, but did, like Sutton, he was a big character in that team. I remember Sutton would go before every game and say, oh, bloody hell, we'll get beat five. <laughs> <laughs> Sutton. 
We're not gonna get beat fat yet. We shit. Training is being shit stuff. <laughs> honestly. And then and then he then he will go and we'll win the four or five nil and you just come back in the buzz and say, I told you we got on. He said, we got lucky. <laughs> and he'll go for full season every game. I remember Steve uh, John Robertson will will sit for us with coffee and we'll play Sir Rangers and die and say, ah, boy, we'll get beat four or five today. We shit. <laughs> And Rob will just have a go at him and say, Sonny, I'm not coming for a coffee anymore. You know what? Out of all that, he just get off and go. Brilliant, it's hilarious. Amazing. Him and Tom were good together, weren't they? Very good. Very good. They, they like one each other. But the, the, the two characters, they push everybody else. The demand, the, the desire to win. You know, the, 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 Tom was one of these aggressive ones. He liked to, to be on the top of people. We don't... You say what he thinks, mm -hmm. and you need people like that. In a, in a strong dressing room, you need people like that, and he was one of them. It's a great upbringing for you, wasn't it? But even guys like John Robertson and Steve Wolford, they loved a laugh in that as well, didn't they? Oh, they, they were part of it. And uh, that's why Martin had a great balance in his, in his team, you know. Uh, Wally and, and Robo, you know, they knew their roles. They knew what they need to do. They knew how to adapt. They knew how important is the team spirit, and they managed to do that. Uh -huh. We see all the players with the big personalities, but they all scared them, aren't they? Uh, I don't think we were scared of it. I think we had uh, uh, a great respect for the manager. I think uh, Martin knew our, uh, our boundaries. We knew our boundaries. We knew how far we can go with Martin. We can have a job, but we know we could what, what our limits are. And uh, when we couldn't see him with many of the sessions, if he's there, he's very quiet. I'll tell you what, when he raises his voice, you know he's there. Mm -hmm. And then straight away you go, okay, we're doing something wrong. Yeah. And that was important. Because sometimes, you know, I've played under a lot of managers, they'll come and they'll be every day and they'll be speaking with you, they'll doing the coaching and that. And all of a sudden, some months you go, oh, we're tired. You don't got the same reaction, the same respect. You know, Martin was completely different. He'll be a while, sometimes we won't hear it for a week. And all of a sudden, you walk in, you'll name the 11, you will give his points, you're going to be okay. We're in here. We know what we need to do. Half time, if you, if you now have a pop pop at you, you have a pop and you say, that's it, we need to raise even more. When you don't hear him for a week and all of a sudden he step in and you know he's the man in charge, makes a massive difference. Uh -huh, brilliant. I'm just going to go into the season 2000-2001. You beat Rangers 6-2. Yeah. you remember that game? Yeah, of course I remember that. I think I scored in that game. You did? <laughs> how, was, how was that feeling scoring in an old firm game? Listen, it was good. I think it was the first game for Martin O'Neill. That was uh -huh. the start of actually dominating Rangers, if, if, I, if I can say. Uh, Martin was very clear. I remember that the, the talk before the game, he say, this team will, will achieve special, special things. And it starts today, boys. It starts today in front of all this. All this there, it's full, waiting for a performance, and you're there to show it to them. And you know what? He could have not start, started better. Mm -hmm. He just went one, two, three, he just went for it. You know, that's how our journey started, all together as a, as a team, as, a, as a being part of this uh, great club. It started that, 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 that special result. See, after that result, did that give you confidence to think you can dominate now? Of course, mm -hmm. of course. Being the, your rival 6-2 and dominating and scoring great goals, actually, we played very well as well. Uh, you know, I remember that time Bobby Petter was outstanding, you know, and people still didn't know about Bobby, you know, what you, and, you know, seeing players go from strength to strength and, you know, winning games is what, what it's all about and it gives you confidence, give you, give you, give you that drive to go and achieve more and more. Uh, so it, it, it was, a, it was a great start for us. You say that Petter got better, Agat got better, is that, was that all down to Martin or was it down to the other players bringing them on as well? 
other the challenge we, we were challenging each, each other. We 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 did we, we had a team that hated losing, not just games, hated losing anything, cards, training, anything, drinking game. Nobody wanted to lose. <laughs> Which is good together as well. Yeah, of course. Uh -huh. And I'll tell you what, some big guys there, they can drink. They can drink. <laughs> Who is the biggest drinker? How you know? Uh, there's a few. <laughs> a few wild ones. Uh, just on Larson, he came back for a broken leg and scored 53 goals that year. How good was he that season? But one of the best in Europe? Uh, yes, he was. He, he, he was a game changer. He was a game changer. He just, um, ha having, for us, having Hendrik in the team was something special. Because if you get it back, we struggle many, many games. And that guy will just pop out with something special. You get out of jail. Big games, you always turn up. If you don't play in big games, you always see he's missing. You know, having somebody, he was a complete player. He knew the game inside out. He knew how to play. He knew when to drop, when to go long, when to hold it, when to play one, two. He knew it in and out. He knew when the, he knew every single one, you know, you, you pass the ball, you know that next first thing when you play to Tom White, you know he needs to be on his left foot because next thing he's crossing because Henrik will be in or Sati will be in already he's because he dropped. He knew out. And when you have a player like that, it's just great. Mm -hmm. But he get treated differently for the rest, obviously, how good he was. Would he you be know, there Henrik, a little bit for Henrik now? Uh, Henrik, Henrik, Henrik was in the same... Uh, level as Martin, we had incredible respect for Henrik. Uh, Henrik was very quiet. Mm -hmm. Henrik was was very quiet. Uh, he he will approach you in a, a very nice nice way, nice manner. Uh, he'll be uh, so gentle with everyone. You know, you won't be any of this to have a pop. You'll get into a banter sometime, but you'll keep his distance because he's, he was the king, isn't he? Mm -hmm. He's a man, and he knew that. He knew that. He was well respected and he needed to maintain that respect. Was he a hard worker? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he's, you know, Henrik was, Henrik will never stop working for it. You know the, 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 the thing, sometimes you see players that, like Henrik, who sometimes they can too, take the, 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 the foot off the pedal, you know, off the gas and say, oh, you know what, I'll leave because I've scored uh, 40 goals last season. No, he'll come back more hungry. You practice, you get better, you demand more. When you have somebody like that, mm -hmm. it makes it easier. Brilliant. You, yeah. need to, you need to achieve the level he's trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. You got a treble that year. When, when did you start to think we can do this? Uh, we, we, we knew that we, we had a, a big chance because of the group we had. We had a, we had a strong belief. I remember that, that season, I, mi I missed the, the second part of the season because I broke my leg. Mm -hmm. that, that, uh, so you did the Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, watching the boys, the way they were strong, but the belief was there. The, soon, the problem with our team is when we, when we smelled a bit of blood, we knew that everybody else is weak, and we know somebody is, is weak. We'll go for it, and we'll go there until we achieve what we want to, uh, to achieve. And it's, it, it was good. Would you talk about the treble in the dressing room? Sorry? Would you talk about doing the treble in the dressing room? Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, you know, people... Because um, people say now game by game, don't they? But no, we, no, no. You will, you will be mentioning, boys, we're going for it. You know what, you'll take another five games, another four games, another three games. It's important, that'll be tough, that'll be tough. Grind the result, half time we'll go back and you know what, we'll be one nil down or something. But we knew we had enough firepower to get there. And we always did. Brilliant, eh? Uh, it was in March you broke your leg, but you went on to get player of the year that year. 
Yeah, it was a, it was a hard work for me, and uh, I've learned a lot about it. Uh, obviously, Henrik done it before me. Uh, you know, the main thing was uh, having Henrik. You know, the way he come back. You know, I remember when he come back for a session after his, his treatment, and uh, when he broke his leg, he was outstanding. And I was like, what the hell? How what his first couple of first training sessions back? He looked like he's never been away. No. I remember first first training he come back. We done a, a like eight v eight games, and he banged up eight goals. It was like never been. He, he, remember one of the tongue crossed and he just jumped and he just headed it in. And I'm, we all thinking, this guy's been out for six months. He was straight in. And when you got somebody like that, it's brilliant. But we had a good doctor, good physios, good fitness coach. We help a lot. It's very important when you have an injury like that. Mm. It's very important, the recovery. And, you know, I've, I've managed to work with one of the best. So when you broke your leg, did Henrik help you through it? Would he give of you course. Of, of course. You would, you would talk to me. You, you talk to me about the side effects, what I can expect. You know, sometimes I, I won't feel my knee because he said that that'll, that'll take at least a year. I didn't feel it. Make sure that you do this, you do that. Make sure you work on your legs. You need to strengthen your quads. You need to be stronger now because you, you had the operation. So you give you little pointers. So he's a brilliant football player, a doctor, a physio. Some money. Yeah, great one. <laughs> but to get the player of the year after that wee homesick guy, must have been some feeling. Yeah, he, he was great. Did you pay, uh, maybe pay the phone bill off after that. Yeah, yeah well, I've managed to that with my <laughs> new contract. I've managed to sort that. You know, <laughs> it was easier. It was easier. I'll put it that way. But yeah, it was it was a great achievement. You know, coming to another country and managed to win uh, the young player of the year. It was a great achievement. You know, at that time it was very. You know, people talking about oh the way you were playing, you could have gone for a player of the year. At that time, no chance. I mean, you had. Even in a, Rangers had some incredible players. Mm -hmm. Celtic had some incredible players. You you end up sitting with 20 goals. You had Alan Thompson outstanding, Paul Lambert. You had Bobo, you had Johan, you had yours. You had so many. Mm -hmm. So it was very difficult, but to achieve that was brilliant. See, when in the treble, how, how much more an achievement was it when you think how strong Rangers were at that time as well? It was, it, was, it, was, uh, it, it made it even more special because we knew that the previous years uh, Rangers were strong. We knew what we, what we opt against it. But we knew one thing, that we need to win every single game to make sure we win that league. And we had our strong minds on it. And we knew that every point we drop will cost us that league. And we were all determined to do that. Right. Uh, 2001-2002, I wanted to ask you about the wee free kick you and Henrik had. Was that a training ground thing, or why did no. you know, why did you know just let Bobo curl it over the wall? No, no, Bobby, no, no. <laughs> Bobby's not taking the size thirteen. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we, we decided not to give it to Bobo. But no, we we we, we didn't work on it. He just he just came out first. I, I remember first time we done it. It was uh, against uh, Juventus. That's what was my next question. Was and uh, when something worked, you just go on with it. After that, Enix said we'll do it again, and we do it again, and we do it. But you know what? It was a perfect timing because. One thing he's saying, saying to you, you make your run, I'll time it. So when you're on your stride, you're going to have more power hitting that ball. And you know, he was, he was timing it perfectly every time. <laughs> he's amazing, you know, isn't he? A few times I asked him, how do you time it? He said, well, I'm watching your stride, so I know when to push the ball. So you don't give the, the wall to come out, so that gives you enough space to hit the ball, to have enough, uh, you know, good angle, which is, people don't think that way. No. And he would think of that. It wasn't from the training out, it just worked for, for both of us and we just kept using it. So you were uh, free kicks and stuff like that? Would Martin O'Neill give you that freedom, just go and do it yourselves? Or? Uh, no, well, listen, when you had Lubo and Tomo, you don't, you don't, you, uh, Henry, there you don't. You don't, line, you, don't, yeah, you don't line up, you uh -huh. don't line up. I mean, Lubo, Lubo, you, when we practice freaky, he's 
one of the best one. He was one of the best one, and the other one was Nakamura. Oh, brilliant, eh? Yeah, I remember when Nakamura signed, it was uh, Gordon Strachan. Mm -hmm. When Nakamura signed, first few days he was joining, and uh, uh, Gordon said to me, Stan, we're going to practice some free kicks. Uh, it was you and Nakamura and Adam McGiddy. And uh, we'll see who's going to start taking the free kicks. I know you've scored Capo, I didn't score that. Obviously, we didn't know about Naka. So I remember we lining up and Naka's hit 10 out of 10, top bin. No way. So Gordon just turned around and said, I'll take Naka's taking the free kicks from now on. <laughs> just walked off. <laughs> you know what? We couldn't even say a word. <laughs> just left it there. But see, they go against Juventus. Is that your first Champions League goal? First, I think it was the first Champions League of Celtic. Yeah, for yeah, Celtic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He was. I, I think we we lost three teams. I thought we we deserved deserved better. But you know, it was it was a great first performance, especially against a team like Juventus. I think they got a penalty at the end, which was very dodgy. How infuriating was that? Yeah, uh, he, we had a couple of penalties going against us, to be honest. But. Uh, Listen, it was, it, was, it was a lesson learned for us. We, we, we really enjoyed it that night. I thought we did well. We deserve it more. But, you know, end of the day, it is what it is. The following year was obviously the Seville run. Um, how good a time was that to be at the club? Oh, incredible. Incredible. It was, it was a great journey. It was, uh, we went from strength to strength uh, every game. Uh, I remember talking about, uh, talking about uh, with the boys after the... the the Stuttgart game, I remember that uh, City was, you know, we were sitting, Stuttgart had a great dressing room with a, like a big swimming pool and, a, and, and a, we were all sitting, having beer after that, don't get in mind, we nearly get knocked out, we, got, we lost three too. <laughs> uh, but, you know, City was keep going, okay boys, you know, it's just, we, we've been lucky again, it'll be fun. And then I remember Tom was saying, we're going all the way, boys. Here, we, we're going to get to that final. We we're like, ah, Tom was, you know, a few, few more games. Say, I tell you what, we, we'll get there. And every game, he just, you know, he just got harder and harder and harder. But you know what? We battled. We grinded the result. We need to go, and you know, in the, in in Portugal and 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 Spain against Celta Vigo again, Boa Vista to get important goals and not concede it. Mm -hmm. You know, it was very difficult. They had good teams at that time. We managed to do it. And that just shows you the character and the spirit we had in that team. And would, would Martin be the same? Would he think we can do it? Uh, Martin never talked about what we could have achieved, actually. Martin will never, um, will never mention how you just concentrate about, about the games, you concentrate about picking the teams. Well, for him, was we, we basically played the same team. team right? uh -huh. Yeah. But um, uh, Martin was never. Never, Rob won't mention it, you, you was panicking and, you know, so, Sooty, yeah, Sooty making those comments, he did, he <laughs> make, make him confident, but, you know, Wally was Wally, uh, Wally was easy going, and, but nobody really from the manager's side would mention, you know, how far we can go, and they just played, like you said before, game for game, but for us, we, we felt that we could, we, could, we could get that far. If you had to pick one, one night for that run that you'll always remember, what would it be? Uh, Liverpool away. Brilliant. Big John? Uh, yeah. He's not Big John. I think he's the builder. I think Liverpool had a very, very strong uh, team. I remember the, the game before. I, I, I remember Paul Lambert made it uh, very clear to us what me, Lenny and him, what we needed to do. You know, they had the midfielder, Danny Murphy, Hammer and Stevie Gerrard. So I remember that as uh, Lambert just pulling us aside and said, listen, boys, midfielder will be big, big one today. We're just going to go man for man. So I remember he's giving... Uh, 
Uh, you know what? And that's where you show your captain. He gave Lenny Danny Murphy, he gave Dieter Hammond to me, and he said, I'll take Stevie G. Wow. And we need to go man for man there. If we stop them playing, we've got a chance. And you know what? We never give them a kick. We knew what, what they do. We, we want them to, you know, just to go to Heskey and Owen because we knew Bobo, uh, you know, he, he was so powerful. He was playing out of his skins, you know, and he was, nobody could outrun him. Nobody could outjoe him. He'll win every header. So we were happy to leave, you know, them two against us back free, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they were brilliant. And, uh, you know, we stick with the plan. Lamb will come out great with it and, you know, he worked for us. Brilliant. And the final itself, how annoying was the way Porto players acted towards the end of the game? Uh, I, I, it was well expected, to be honest. Matt and you won us from, from the start. Uh, I think we, 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 we could have, me, myself, I could have done better. I thought that was my poor performances from the older journey to Seville. But I found it very difficult, you know, the heat and everything. I wasn't my best. Uh, I, I remember having Manish on my back all the time. I just couldn't shake him. I couldn't find the space. Uh, but you know what? Henry kept us in that game. And I thought, I thought we, we, we should have... If Bobo wasn't sent off, I think we, we, we could have gone to the penalties and you never know what could have happened. But it was a painful night. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, it was a painful night. But, you know, it was an incredible journey. Well, yeah, we had a Thomas Cushion Mourinho at halftime. He told us on here that he'd done it. You remember yeah, it? I remember it, yeah. Was it a big thing in the Yeah, tournament? it was a massive thing. That team uh, were always fighting, too, aren't they? Yeah, we, always, we always fight in the tournament. You know what? We were never scared because we have such a big guys. You know, we oh. had to, you know, Bobo and John and Jochen and Josip. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to fight, they're happy with it. Just going to hide behind Bobo. <laughs> See, just on the fans in Seville, were you aware how big they were? Yeah, they, they, were they were just amazing. You know, we, we stayed outside Seville. So we, until we got to the ground, we didn't really knew about it. You know, social media was that wasn't that big Back then, uh-huh. at that time. You know, we didn't know, but as soon we start hitting Seville, oh my God, the waves are green and white. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You know, before that we were quite calm. We were good. We were ready for the game. We knew what we need to do. But you know what? Getting closer to that stadium, seeing the waves, the sea of green and white, you actually start to get you know a little bit anxious. You'll be nervous. You know, oh my God, what's happening here? We, we didn't expect that. You know, seeing 20,000 outside the stadium, you know, it was incredible. The final day of that season, that team obviously lost the league. How, how disappointing for a team like that not to win any in that year? Uh, it, was, it was disappointing, but it, that, that, that just showed you the, com- the, the competition between Celtic and Rangers that time. And he, he, what is it? We lost it by a goal, mm-hmm. that, if I remember. Yeah. Uh, we lost it by a goal and it was painful. Uh, losing the UEFA Cup and league in, uh, in the same week, <laughs> it was painful. Yeah. And we had outstanding season. We had outstanding season, outstanding run to, uh, for the for the UEFA Cup uh, competition. We just we end up without nothing. That was the most painful to accept it. But you know, made us stronger to go next year. I just want to ask you: We're talking about fighting the tunnel with Bobo. And that. Did you know get second prizes off Bobo when they're addressing him? Uh, I've got a few fights with Bobo. <laughs> got a few fights with Bobo. What was your favourite? Uh, well, my favourite is when uh, we obviously we got we upset Bobo. He went for me. Uh, Sutty and Thomas tried to stop him. He just pushed them aside in their lockers, inside their lockers, broke the the, the, the door from Chris Locker. Uh, I remember Jim Henry and John Roberts tried to stop him as well. He flung them over the massage beds as well. <laughs> At that time, I was looking for scissors, just ready to stab Bobo. <laughs> uh, but, but this is a moment that, 
you know, this is the moments that actually kept us. We, we were so demanding. We, we, we hated losing. We hated uh, being second best. And you take, we had a lot of arguments. We had a, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, things in the dressing room, but that drove us to, to be successful. But you know what? The next day, everybody forget about it because for the cause of winning. So the year after that, 2004, 2005, absolutely squished the league. Was the season before in the back of your mind to go and do it? Of course. Uh, it made a made desire to go and win it even, uh, even, even better. I think you, we kind of ran away with it because we were that angry from the previous season. We knew what we needed to do. We couldn't wait to get back uh, on a pre-season. We couldn't go uh, to get out and, and play Rangers again because we lost it by one goal. We lost the uh, UEFA uh, Cup final. It was painful. And it, like, I, what I've been saying so far, these, the boys in the dressing room, they didn't like losing. Mm -hmm. So we need to pull right. We need to make sure we'll get things right. And we've done it. And we've done it in style. Just want to ask you on Matt O'Neill. Um, did you know he was going to leave before he left? Uh, no. No. No idea? No. No. Matt, it was very... He kept everything to, to himself. That's why he was well respected. He won't share. He won't... You know, you 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 speak with the boys. You'll be approachable, but you know things like that. You you wouldn't know, and it was sad to see because, uh, as a players, as a team, we had a special bonding. To be honest, together. Mm -hmm. We got it when he left. Sorry. We got got it. Of course, of course. When you see a manager like that with the moments you had together, you've always had to see. But you need to move on. Mm -hmm. You need to move on. The next manager took over, and you need to still you play for uh, one of the biggest clubs in the world. And you need to adjust, you need to uh, amend, and you need to just go on and win again. Stan, top man. Thanks. Great, man. great Cheers. talking to you, always. Brilliant. Cousins talking about the new lottery app. Huh. You can pick your numbers by just shaking your phone now, apparently. And maybe then you think, well, if someone's going to win it, why not me? Shake, pick and play with the new app. The National Lottery. It could be you. Play responsibly. Play for fun. Come home to ultra-fast broadband and Sky's best ever Wi-Fi for our lowest ever price from just €30 Euro a month. So you can now play games stream music and download movies at ultra fast speeds for less than ever before to switch from just 30 euro a month for 12 months search sky 30 availability subject to location setup these terms and conditions apply for more info see sky.ie forward slash speeds